Looking future thinkers out there, welcome to another episode of Is This the Future We Were Promised? I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. And this is the podcast where basically we always say no. Yeah. It's not. The, uh, the one time that Nike put out those self-tying shoes. Yeah. And then they and they cost, weren't. Like, they didn't really. 000. Yeah, they didn't do. Put the, them out. No, yeah. it was a gimmick. Yes, that's right. We look at all of the Tomorrowlands of yesterday and ask ourselves, where is that future? Because we're not living in it. Nope. Uh, if there are alternate timelines, I think we all agree we're living in the worst one. Oh. Oh. Jonathan's predicting a future of his own right now. Are we going to find out later what that was? We're going to find out. Right. I just I just rolled, you know, in Community when they did the, I do, the, yeah. the die episode. And then now we're going to find out if we're in the evil timeline. Great. Uh, well, speaking of evil timeline, uh, how are you doing? Uh, I had the worst fucking day. Uh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh you know, real talk, you, you think the kids are always going to be the struggle or you like want the kids to be the struggle because mm-hmm. that's easy stuff. You can handle right. that. Uh, when you would think it's like the work is trying to shape young right. minds to become future citizens. 100%. But, it's, but it's, that's not the work. It's the adults. Mm. Uh, I did make the statement today that if I could annex myself and just be my own entity within oh. the school system. Yeah. Did I use the right word? I think annex is meant for like one nation state to try and take over the land of the one next door. Okay. Uh, emancipate might be one. Okay. Uh, but uh, make yourself a sovereign. That's it. Teacher. Yeah. yeah. I'm I was not just, sure what the verb is for that. But yeah, that's that's where I'm at. I had too many run-ins today. Yeah. Highlight: a kid ate a whole salmon dinner for lunch in my classroom. That's pretty instead baller. of doing work. Yeah. Uh, oh, so it it took a while. Yeah, no, and then chose to like eat it in front of a kid that's easily distracted, and then treated it as lunch. Yeah. Uh, so I was just like, cool. Nice. Uh, how are you? I'm good. Been traveling a lot. It's been uh, it's been weird ever since our regular Friday night hostel show was canceled. Oh yeah. I have all these weekends, so the first right? the first thing I did was I booked them all for travel, and now I feel like I'm never home, and it's you have not been home. It's insane. Yeah. It's been crazy, but it's good to see your face today. Yeah, same. Well, I'm excited, speaking of faces, uh, about our guest today. Ooh, foreshadowy hint. Uh, A brief foreshadowing. I won't give any more spoilers than that, but uh, it should be be good. Some at home may find it a little unsettling. We'll see. Mm. Mm, Okay, yeah, you're tired of this bit. Great. Well, I was was just going to be like, canny. Okay, good. (laughs) You did it. (laughs) All right. We hit it. If there's any, no, nothing else? No, let's get to it. Okay, yeah, we'll be right back. All right, hey. everybody, welcome back. We are joined in the studio today. Oh, Jonathan, please don't do that. Sorry, I was trying to get into a comfortable position. Yeah, I like that, but <coughs> the microphone sounds yeah, terrible. Yeah, it was, it was real bad. Okay, I'm good. We are thrilled to be joined in the studio today by Lily. Uh, Lily, hi, how are you? Hi, how are you? Doing well. I'm good. Jonathan's all right. Yeah. yeah. He's struggling. I'm feeling better now. I, I know how you're doing. I, I heard it. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's okay. It, it, I'll be fine. I'll get over it. It's like every new day is a, a new ship to board, and then you just pray to goodness that there's no icebergs. That's beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. 
Uh, well, you're also an expert in a certain kind of beauty. Some would say a beauty, some would not. Uh, you know all about the uncanny. Mm-hmm. Uh, particularly the uncanny valley, the valley of the uncanny. Yes. Yeah. That that wonderful place where, uh, well, as I know it, and and um, I'll give my dumb definition. How about, how about we wait? Oh, okay. Yeah, how about we let Louie? Yeah, yeah what, is, <laughs> what is the uncanny valley? Um, It's that place between the familiar, oh, ooh, I'm going to try that. It's the place between the familiar and the unfamiliar. Mm, okay. I think that was like a sexy intro into me, like, ooh. <laughs> ooh. <laughs> yeah. But um, what it is, is it's um, when something stops being cute, but isn't yet human. Mm. And it's like that valley where something just becomes uncomfortable to us because it's a reflection of us. Like, it's almost what we are. Yeah. Okay. But it's not. But it's slightly it's wrong. Not, yeah, it's not enough to be cute. It's just enough where we get a sense that something's wrong or off. Okay. That's fascinating. So it's sort of like a gremlin, right? Like, so you get the mugwai, and then <laughs> you get it wet, and then you get these, like, not-so-cute creatures that came forth from this cute creature. Am I getting this all wrong? I would... I don't know that point of reference. Oh, like, do you goodness. mean, like, when you put, like, water in, like, something and it grows? Like, the, like, the tree have, thing? Have you never seen the gremlins? Oh, like, the movie. Yeah, that's what I mean. No. Okay. I got, but I would say that exactly right. I'm sure that's it. Okay, thank you. I appreciate the <laughs> support. Without I'm sure you're a smart it. man. <laughs> I am not at all. I was, I, this is a new venture for me. I've never heard of this before. I get the concept of it. That's why I went with the that, but yeah. I guess I'm wrong. I'm, uh. I'm pretty excited to talk about this. So I, I recently was lucky enough to go uh, down to Disney and uh, Epcot Center mm -hmm. where so many of the, the rides, in quotes, are actually like slow-moving trams that take you past animatronic recreations of famous people. Okay. Uh, there's a there's a whole show all about America that is oh, the like... Hall of Presidents. Um, it's now something different. Uh, wow. And it's... Trump. Yeah, it's uh, it's like a conversation between Ben Franklin and Mark Twain, uh, and there are like f four or five different robots of them that can move in slightly different ways that they like raise and lower to the stage level, so you can see them like raise a pipe to their mouth or like make a point with their hand. And as you watch this, like, never once was I like, "Oh, cool, it's Mark Twain." It, it was just like, "That's a creepy robot." Okay. Yeah. No. That. That's it. That's. You hit that's uncanny. Okay, mm -hmm. that's correct. I would I would say that it's kind of like that's not Mark Twain, and you know it. Yeah, but it's not like a plushie of Mark Twain. <laughs> like in a, it's not an adorable like stuffed animal that you would buy a kid to be like, here, learn about Mark Twain, kid. Yeah, it's like a mistake that they it's like <laughs> that they they make as a ride. It's a, okay, it's an uncomfortable place. Yeah, <clears throat> and I have to say, I did feel very uncomfortable watching that show, although I think a lot of that was um, the erasure of uh, all of the people that they tend to do. That's another story. Is, another is that sort of like the feeling you get as a child when you go to Chuck E. Cheese? Is that? Yeah, okay. Chuck E. Cheese um, does count. I think okay. almost, I'm pretty liberal about what counts, okay. which is why I said you were right when I, I don't know if it. you're right. Right, thank you, though. Yeah, but I'm um, the uncanny, like, um, when I was... I think I first got into the Uncanny when I was 12. Okay. Nice. And there's this there's this character, she plastic surgeryed her face and it's called like real life Barbie. And the way she did it like Oh yeah. Yeah, I just stared at her like I Google image like real life Barbie and I went like just stared at the pictures for like 
hours as a kid. It's interesting that you you said she is a character, but she's in fact a real life human person. You could call her that. (laughs) Well, she she began as one. She began, but she transformed. Oh my goodness! Yeah, and so um, so you you spent a lot of time looking at this image. It like the images. There's multiple. She went on like a talk show before. Okay. Oh, yeah. Like she got pretty um popular, and I remember when I was twelve, it's just like I t- I couldn't exactly explain why, but like it's short circuited in my like brain. I was mm-hmm. like, this is just I can't look away. Right. And I watched like video slideshows of her on YouTube. <laughs> oh, just slideshows. Like of like pictures. Yeah. yeah. Like ooh, what's gonna be next? Like her body's wrong. Like her hips are. <laughs> wow. Wrong. And so did that did that prompt you to start doing research into finding out like what what is it that is is triggering your brain to like short circuit? Is there a part of your brain that that actually like deals with these things and then goes wrong when it's not quite right? Yeah, it's it, it that's when I learned about what the uncanny valley was. I was like, mm. what's making me react like this? And it kind of is like your brain it makes you uncomfortable because you're trying to translate into something you know, but you know it's not something you know. It's like she oh, doesn't look like she's actually a human, and that makes like you uncomfortable. It's like a kind of like how you have to look at like a car accident, right? In a oh, sort okay. of way, it's like yeah. that same thing. Like you have to like look at it. You're like, what's going on here? Like this is dark, <laughs> but like I need more. Huh. That's um, that's a really heavy thing for a twelve year old to get into. Oh, I I um I was always big in the horror um oh nice okay yeah like ever since i was like a kid i like i loved it funny or i loved it spooky it was Mm -hmm. very consistent as a child (laughs) okay you're either gonna laugh or you're gonna i i don't know are you like into the the scares and and screams or you use uncanny valley seems more like low-key kind of like the the shivers yeah i'm more into the shiver i'm like i'm not a jump scares i'm not a jump scare Mm, girl um, and I think that's why I love the uncanny because I think it's horror without a lot of like a gimmick or yeah. it's like a different type of gimmick. It's yeah. not a lot of, well, I mean, I would say it's not a lot of work, but it is kind of work. Cause like a jump scare, you have to like set the tone, you have to set the mood, you have to then mm-hmm. just like have that ha. But in this situation, it's sort of like you, you could just put a mask on. Like I think of mm. uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. You know? Right, the leather face, leather face mask. Yeah, looks like a distorted human. Right. Well, it's in- interesting. So you, uh, you, you sort of got pulled into this world by a, a human who made themselves uncanny and sort of slid backwards from human into the valley. Uh, are are there? Do you have favorites like that went the other way? Things that may have started as as cute and then uh, have now landed in the valley and didn't quite make it all the way. Um, I feel like. A lot of things I I like luminal spaces a lot, which is a feature of the uncanny actually, mm. where it's like you know like you go into a space and it feels off or there's like immediately an atmosphere that's weird like a like laundry mat or like oh. an airplane at night or like a school at night. It's like or like oh yeah okay I get that yeah. feeling yeah like a bus terminal. It's like places where you're spending time, but it's not meant to spend time there because it's like you're waiting. That's kind right. of where that comes from. Okay. But oh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. There's like a lot to delve into this topic, but I think I'm definitely like I think it's like I've always been more attracted into like the ideas of horror mm-hmm. and like why is this like interesting versus like the jump scares. I think the jump scares are cheap. Oh. Unlike you, like you, it's like you have to work for jump scares. I think it's just spooky music half the time, and I think it like you know okay. 
to quote Alfred Hitchcock. Yes, <laughs> excellent. <laughs> Ooh, I hate to co- quote Alfred Hitchcock, but there's no terror in the Bane, only the anticipation of it. Okay. Ah, so okay. I think then Kenny can keep the anticipation longer. Okay. Right. I think, I, I guess what I meant by saying that you had to work for it is like you have to put in some effort. Like spooky music, you have to like get the music. But I, but I think that's also really formulaic. I think if anything, it's it's harder to take something that's like, how do we take something normal and tweak it a little bit? Because if you tweak it too much, then it's absurd. But if you, how do you tweak it just that little bit? So it's like, you know, wait a minute, what did that guy just say? Right. Or like, is is it weird? Or does he seem to have like robot parts moving just, around under yeah. his skin? And then it's also just like you play that soft, soft like music and stuff, and then all of a sudden there's a scream. Yeah. For the jump scares, yeah, for the yeah. Jump scares. yeah. You like set a low level of tension and an expectation, and then right. you you deliver on it suddenly and violently. I'm not a fan of jump scares, okay. so I, like I'm 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 with you, Lily. But I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna jump this ship because <laughs> it's about to hit an iceberg. Tomorrow's another right. day. Uh, yeah, I think I think the idea of liminal spaces and the uncanny valley are are fascinating when you talk about technology. Where like my sense of the uncanny valley is that it's meant to to talk about how we see robots or animations, um, like like watching movies where they've aged somebody backwards and and like their mouth doesn't move quite right. And sometimes it's worse when they do a good job, mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, look at that young Patrick Stewart. Uh, stop it. Uh, but I think. I think it can be even more interesting to think about like designed futures and like slick, beautiful, well-lit, you know, bullet trains. And then to imagine what it would be like to be in one where the power goes off and you're drifting through the countryside. And now you're, you're in this space trapped uh, in what was supposed to be like the delightful home to, to work trip has become like this quiet moving tomb. I don't know. There's a lot of um, literature about how the way cities are uncanny. Oh, nice. Yeah, and I'm blanking on that, but I can fake it right <laughs> That's now. Cool. Yeah, we'll put that in the yeah, show notes. That <laughs> yeah, but um, I think it has to do with the way that like we're all like packed together mm. is different. Like the way, because I think it has to do with maybe a little bit of how technology has changed the way that we would naturally live. Like if you think mm-hmm. about it, humans would not be nocturnal at all because right. we like the way we see and that's our main sense if it wasn't for that we built light through technology right, right. yeah i guess so that i started having this thought and again tell me if i'm way off base i'll let you know thank you time. um so is that kind of the feeling you get when you like match on somebody on like a tinder so you see the picture, you're just like, oh, this is somebody I'd like to talk to. You start talking to him, and then you go on an actual date. And then that moment you two, like, see each other, and then it's like, like, no spark. Okay, yeah. For those at home, Jonathan did a very complicated hand gesture that ended up with his fingers coming together and, and then, then pulling, spread, spread, pulling apart, yeah. almost like he was pulling a tape out of a tape measure. So Yeah, it was, it was beautiful. Thank you. I'm I'm so glad Lily's here. Uh, <laughs> I'm so supportive. So, but is that would that kind of could that fall into uncanny? I would say that that would not. I wouldn't define that as uncanny. I would say okay. you could define Tinder as uncanny. In like a way, 
like I feel like you can almost define like the platform of like artificially meaning people as uncanny to some okay. people, but I wouldn't say that meeting someone and not having a connection is uncanny. Maybe the expectation Tinder puts up of having a connection okay. could be yeah. uncanny, but I would say that like what you're describing may not be. Well, I think I think that's super fascinating. So so going back to when people didn't meet other people from the internet. Like the fact of going from meeting some from talking to someone who you only knew through like text or email, maybe some shitty photos because the internet sucked back then, mm. and being like, I'm gonna meet them in real life. Like that was always something weird, and people talked about it in that way, where it's like you're gonna meet somebody from the internet, or or like, oh, how did you meet your husband? Well, like, oh, we met on a forum online. Wait a minute, you you married somebody you met on the internet, and. And now, like, you know, a couple of decades later, and not only is that kind of accepted, like, we've gamified it, you know, now it's a, now it's a swipe, swipe match. Right. And uh, I would not, I'm not surprised that you have that reaction when you, like, see somebody and you're like, oh, this is what this person is like in real life versus the information that Tinder has given you and what you have built up in your head as, like, what this person is going to be like there's this sudden mismatch of like expectation versus reality. Okay. But I think it's, it's more uncanny. I think like you were saying, Lily, like the fact that we have this at all, the fact that this is an accepted thing in society is pretty weird. It's a pretty weird future. Yeah. And like a lot of uncanny comes up the expectations we put in society. Like, like right now, if I just like turned around and talked to you guys, that's like in a way uncanny. Cause it's like, like you look at people when you're talking to them and it's right. like a lot of these like standards that we put on. Mm-hmm. So I think that like with online dating as a whole, I think that would, I think that, I think Tinder is the most uncanny for me if I think about the way dating is because I feel like we are so physical beings and we like put, mm-hmm. we put a lot of stock in like us eyes because it's our major sense, but I don't know if that's like necessarily how we run in real life and maybe okay. that's where the disconnection comes from. Yeah. I think that's fascinating. Uh, well, unfortunately, we're almost out of time for uh, the interview portion of the show here. But are there any final thoughts you would like to leave people with when they are feeling like maybe the future they were promised is not what they expected or if they're feeling a little creeped out? Um, maybe being creeped out is good. Maybe the change in the status quo is good. I don't know. Nice. <laughs> I like it. Um, but... Yeah, I would also say that looking where comedy and uncanny and horror align is a very interesting place people mm. should look at. Yeah. Is, is that the valley or is that? That's just a way, because I think horror and comedy is the build of the tension and the okay. release is different. Mm. So I think uncanny sets up almost like the tension of horror, but then the release of it's like it's a place in between laughter and fear. So oh, I nice. Just, I know that's like not your question, but I'm like, let me just bring that up. Oh, I like that. No, it's live, important. Yeah. Live on that edge, like ride that balance. You yeah. might you might fall off either side, but that's not the same as the yeah. tension of, of staying in the uncanny. Yeah. Awesome. I uh, struck out every time. You, you two times though. Yeah, but that's <laughs> you're still you're still at bat. I kind of gave you one time. You did give me one, but that was just you being uh, sweet, and I appreciate that. I can Google it after, and I'll like text you. I'll be like. Okay. I'll, I'll accept that. I'll think about okay. it. Okay. Oh God. I guess get like then after the research and she's just like 
yeah, she's just, just gonna. Send it's literally, you a, it's just a, a shaking, head, shaking gift. head gift. Yeah, I was like, I was like, that's a bad guess. I and <laughs> <laughs> you're I, I tried. I yeah. like, I went through books. Diana can't believe you made me watch that movie. Uh, awesome. Well, uh, Lily, if you don't mind, uh, would you like to stick around and play a game? I would. Okay, that means it's time for everybody's favorite segment. Aw shucks. Aw shucks. Uh, we asked you to write in uh, with a question that Jonathan will tell us in a minute uh, on either our website, we have to ask.com, our Facebook page, we have to ask, or our Twitter, also we have to ask. And uh, Jonathan, w- what's the deal this week? We, w- so what are we figuring out? I, I just wanted to hear, and we ask, we ask this question all the time, but I don't think we actually get responses. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to know, like, what is something you were promised for the future? Okay. And and you didn't get yeah. bummed about. We ask this a lot. We ask it a lot, but I don't feel like we get responses. We ask it a lot. But right. I don't think we get responses. Mm-hmm. So I got a few responses. Oh, okay. Um, the first one we got is that I could do and be anything I wanted. Mm. Yeah. Oh. D- Lily, do you have any thoughts on that? Um, I don't think you can. <laughs> like, I no, think you, you got lied to because we have limitations as humans in our body but at what point do you end up like yeah as a child like Mm -hmm. three years old i want to be a fire truck Mm -hmm. but later on i'm not a transformer right so i know that so i like i change it i almost wonder if this is a failure of imagination on the part of the adults that talk to this person when they were a child Mm. because as an adult someone could tell me like oh you can do anything and like i know that that is is all caveats it comes with limitations it has everything to do with uh how i was born and my upbringing and what i've what skills i've learned what people i know and and so i've i feel like okay that's like a reasonable thing for someone to say to me but you say that to a child like a child doesn't know what's impossible so that you tell them that they can be anything and they probably took that to heart. I guess the whole world is probably going to be disappointing for them. So mm-hmm. I guess yeah. well, if someone has hope, maybe let them have it. Okay. So I guess is like is that is it better to be constant, never disappointed, or like have hope and be disappointed? Is the question <laughs> <laughs> to be pe- a pessimist and always right, or an optimist and mostly wrong? Yeah, I guess like, <laughs> I but to little kids. <laughs> Yeah, right. Exactly, but a, but a six year old. I grew up in Baltimore, and the Orioles haven't won a championship since nineteen eighty three. That's rough. Yeah, so was that's... that one of the ones that you were told? Like in your lifetime, the Orioles could oh, win a championship. Well, <laughs> you aren't dead yet. I'm not dead yet, and I was also told that uh, in my lifetime, the Capitals would win the Stanley Cup, and it that, did, that happen. did happen. So, um, so that's a thing. Yeah. All uh, right. What do we got next? My phone shut off. Uh, quicksand. I mean that's possible. Yeah, but I guess oh, it's like not a bigger yeah that like it, not, it's yeah. yeah it's not the thing that you see in television shows. Mm-hmm. You know, like you have this thing where it's like go run and get help, but then you're just like slowly, slowly sinking. sinking yeah. But then it's like the Princess Bride. I think is the the most visceral depiction of like non cartoon people going into quicksand that that I think I've seen, okay. and that was just like instantaneous. Uh, and apparently that's not how it works. Okay. It, it has more to do with like particles and liquefaction and like you sink because you move, but it's not as exciting as all that. Right. Yeah. 
it's funny because when I first asked this, I was like, I remember when my parents said I was going to go to like the amusement park and then they said no. And now people are talking about like it's a lot more like theoretical, like the ones we're getting. Like I was thinking of like more like it's more like there's not quicksand around. Yeah. Okay. Like I, I think that's like I'm just wasn't it's an interesting term. Yeah. Okay. Like people were the folks who have written in were promised like what turned out to be very either theoretical, as you said, Lily, or like um vague. Right. I, I want to say vague things where it's like upon reflection there are caveats. So like quicksand is real, but it's not. You're not gonna just right. see it walking down the street. I guess like that would also be like, would you? The grass is always greener on the other side. Like I think if you did have quicksand everywhere, mm-hmm. I think you would be like, I wish these. I wish Indiana Jones was a liar. Right. Like right. I think you would. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine a whole park full of quicksand? <laughs> just kids dying. Just kids dying <laughs> for a whole. Yeah, place. I mean, think think about all the depictions of people sinking in quicksand and like how dramatic that is for us. But if we lived in a world where that was real, like that would just be like murder porn. Yeah, like, people would just be like, "This is snuff not okay." Films, yeah. You, yeah, this is a snuff film, exactly. Yeah, like, you can't show that. That's interesting to think about. Yeah, I think we're so lucky. We are. Yeah, agreed. Sorry, quicksand. <laughs> Sorry, quicksand. You're wrong. Uh, <laughs> Our next response is the end of deadpan responses. I don't think they're over. Yeah. I As don't... someone who responds deadpan so often. Yeah. I don't think that end is in sight. I think they're just, I think they're bad at it and people have told them to stop and they're projecting that antidote on other people. Yeah. I'm confused about how that would be a future they were promised. I mean, this could be like a deeply interpersonal oh, yeah. thing. Maybe they're having a beef with a specific person who gives deadpan responses. And in that case, I would say you could probably cut that person out of your life and then yeah. you would live in a, a world I'm with fewer. Gonna, I'm not going to tell you who posted that. Okay. Yeah, I hope it wasn't a friend. Or a so-called friend. Yeah. Okay. Was it you? It was not me. I would, <laughs> I, I, I would say something I was promised that... You know, flying surfboards. Yeah. Yeah, I guess with promises is people are liars. People lie. And it's not always to be mean. No. I I I, think that's the worst part. I like to think of it a step further. It's like people are just wrong. And we don't we don't really let people be wrong. It's like if you're if you're wrong and you meant to do it, that's a lie. Right. And if you were wrong and you didn't mean to, then you're a failure. Well, I, I think of two lies that we as adults now have the option of doing once we have kids. Mm. And so like one, like the tooth fairy, that's a lie to me. That's sort of just like, listen, I understand part of your body is falling off. Yeah. However, there is a reward on the other side for it because it's natural and it's okay. So you create this thing that comes and gives you a dollar for your body parts, mm-hmm. which also just sets up a <laughs> weird situation right. later on down the road. But in theory, like distracts them from right. this this Cronenbergian thing that right. is happening to them. But then I think of another lie that seems ridiculously just nonsensical, and that's Santa. Yeah. And like, I, I start thinking all the gifts I got from Santa, mm-hmm. but were from my parents. Like, why aren't they taking credit for the fact that I worked really hard? You yeah. did a good job this year. Here's a gift that I'm giving you. Like, take credit for that. I mean, tradition. I think that's why I don't. I don't agree. I'm right. like a Jew. Like, okay. Like it's it's fine. I won't lie. <laughs> but, <laughs> but 
I think it's like tradit. Like I think they had good memories of Santa as a kid, so people pass it on. Right. And I think it's like kind of like it could also go to capitalism, but it's yeah. a whole other. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a whole other theory. I just feel like those are to me those are the two lies as adults that we make mm-hmm. that end up being like you know like sort of yeah is it necessary is it not necessary i mean that's only those are the two that like are shared in the zeitgeist but you're you're skipping over things like the stork well that's just because at at a certain age like at what point are you just like no like sex happens Mm -hmm. you know like i don't want to tell a five-year-old sex happens right so there's also just the like this is uncomfortable so i'm going to tell you a lie so that i don't have to worry with you like getting the, getting the truth out of me in but an embarrassing I, way but then i look at like boss baby and that's how the entire first part of that movie happens yeah so that's that's it took six years to animate boss baby did it really wow. yeah cool. i know that and how do you feel about the faces and such in that movie are they are their motions realistic i would say that boss Boss Baby is just too much of a complex issue for one to touch on. There's so we'll much nuance. That. We'll have to have you on a future that, yeah. episode to talk about Boss Baby. Uh, Jonathan, is that it uh, for all shucks? Yeah, let me see if there's one more coming in in the last second. Um, this is great. Mm-hmm. This is great radio, y'all. Yeah. Nope, nothing. That's it. That's it. Uh, well, folks, thanks so much for writing in. Uh, keep those keep those disappointment stories coming. We really want to dive into understanding not only ourselves, but the world we live in and the society that creates these lies. Uh, because we all do it together. It's kind of a team sport where we're all the winner, but mostly the loser. Right. Uh, Lily, thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks for having me. Yeah, this was exciting. Yeah, this was a fascinating discussion, and I'm going to be on the lookout for things that are uncanny everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. I can't wait. Uh, Cool. Well, folks, thanks so much for listening. Uh, This has been another episode of This Is This the Future We Were Promised. Uh, We do the show because of you, you know? So keep sharing it. Keep, uh, Keep sending those tapes around. Uh, if that's how you do it. Yeah. That was a future we were promised once. Uh, if if you listen to us on iTunes and you're already subscribed, thank you. Uh, go ahead and give us a rating there as well. All those four and five star ratings help people find the it, show. It's not anything extra, y'all. You could just easily do it. Yeah. Well, they have to open up iTunes, so I get why that's a hassle. We haven't saw... That's a future I'd like. Yeah. Don't even... Just five. A future without iTunes. Uh, yeah, and if you don't listen to us on iTunes, but you listen somewhere else, uh, thank you and keep spreading the show around and give us uh, give us ratings and reviews wherever you can. We appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you should also join our online community. You can find us on our website at wehavetoask.com mm-hmm. or on Twitter uh, or, more importantly, Facebook, where we are We Have to Ask. And, uh, you know, join the discussion there. Drop those, drop those sad bombs. There are so many good features boom, boom, boom. in Facebook that let you... Talk about mm-hmm. ways in which you've been let down by the world. And we want to know what futures are you missing out on right now because they didn't come. Uh, Jonathan, is there anything else? I just I, I want to know it. where we can find Lily outside of this Oh, episode. my goodness. Yes, me too. Uh, Lily, where can we find you? Oh, you can find me in, I guess, multiple places. You can find me on Instagram mm-hmm. at um, William Arts. Um, or look up Lily Sparks, and then there's a painting of me. Okay. Nice. Did you paint it? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I did. I I do. And then I do art. 
along with researching the uncanny. Okay. My two brains. Wait, hold on. I'm like, is I, I'm check I'm checking my yeah. Can do be that. Out, right. I just while <laughs> while we're waiting for Lily, uh, I rolled another six. Mm. So that that first six was a setup at the beginning of the show, right? And what is the payoff? You got another six. Uh, that means we're in the same timeline. We haven't changed right? timelines. Like we haven't changed timelines. Yeah, I guess not. Ooh, I got it. We're in the same timeline. Yeah. So it's the same future that was promised. In this case. Yeah. Good job, Dice. Yeah, way to do your job. So two shows coming up okay. are well, I guess three. I'm gonna be at Broke Jokes Comedy. Doing stand up where I make jokes on October 12th. All right. At 8 30. And then Disco Bar October. I don't know. 16th. What's the Thursday? Uh, Thursday oh. is the 18th. Oh, Thursday. I'm going to be at Disco Bar October 18th, 18th. Okay. at Thursday. And then October 25th, I'm going to be on Everything Will Be Okay at the Crown. Ooh. Nice. And also, you should go to Micah's Haunted House October 19th and 20th and 25th and 26th at B-Box 1601 West Mount Royal. Oh, nice. Are you part of that? I'm the leader of the Oh, my house. goodness. Amazing. The leader? Yeah. I'm Why wow. didn't we just talk about that the whole time? I was thinking that as I was walking here. <laughs> I was like, I could talk about haunted houses, but. That'd be a future I'd want to be. I bet, I, or I hope that there is a lot of the uncanny, uncanny in there. Wow, I can't yeah. speak today. It's going to be meet the neighbors. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah there's a lot of uncanny to be done. Uh, great. Well, uh, everybody, make sure to go see Lily out in the town. Follow her Instagram and uh, buy her art. Buy her if, art. If Why haven't you already so. bought it yet? Yeah, that's the future you promised me. Exactly. Exactly. All right, folks. Thanks so much for listening. This has been another episode of Is This the Future We Were Promised? I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. And as always, I never make any promises. See y'all next time. This has been another episode of Is This the Future We Were Promised? I'd like to thank our producers, Amy and Harry Lobsters, and thanks to Skies and Chaos Reese for our theme song, New Day. Check them out on iTunes, and while you're there, check us out as well. If you're already a subscriber, give us a rating and a review. It really helps. Join the discussion online at wehaveToask.com or on Facebook or Twitter at wehaveToask. And don't forget to check out the other podcasts on the Peaksloth Network at peaksloth.com. Hey, this is Chris. And this is Joe from the Curioso Podcast. You are currently listening to We Have to Ask. We Have to Ask? I gotta be honest with you, I'm not sure what the hell is going on. So we have to ask. I, I, I've tried to ask, you did? and I, I haven't gotten any answers. How many times has this happened to you? I just want to listen to a podcast. I can't choose from all these complicated structures and setups. You want to listen, not think. That's why there's Hobo Radio. You'll feel like the smartest guy in the room in a room by yourself. This doesn't take any intellectual thinking at all thanks hobo radio hobo radio a weekly podcast on the peak sloth podcast network